Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. I want to super duper welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by other known as talk radio to thrive by. I didn't give a shout out for you guys over on the East Coast, WBLQ, everybody out there asking me, talking this morning, had a big chat with Linda, talking and having coffee. So welcome, everybody. That's my New York side of me coming out here. I want to just say we've got a great two hours. Hello, Mr. Benny. How are you today, sir? Business as usual. Yes, he's a man. You know, and, and it is a tough job. That Benny has, you know, I kind of think about what what Benny and some of the other folks, Brian, Lauren, Chrissy, you know, what these guys really do. And I was really amazed by this for a minute because, you know, think about this. You guys that listen to the Dr. Pat show now on our 10th year, we're actually going to be creating a little uh, countdown app about this. We have our 10th year coming up here um, in September and you probably can count on one hand. Probably. I can't I can think of only one time where we have had a situation where something just button didn't get pushed or something. And the only time I can really think about is when the fire drill happened during the show. And I was shocked because I thought, no, they would never do a fire drill drill through the on the Dr. Pat show. And bam, there it was. And we had to get out of here. So these guys push a lot of buttons every day. They make sure the quality of the audio is great. They connect us with people from all over the world, as uh, is going to happen to today. And, you know, they kind of do this without much recognition. And so I just want to give a shout out to Benny, Taylor, all the folks that bring you the Dr. Pat show. Jessica, Chris, um, all the people behind the scenes. Linda and Kim, you know, that make this go out over the airwaves, smooth, easy, beautiful, all live, and the all of the above. And so it is time that we step back and celebrate ourselves and celebrate the other people in our lives. You know, the people, if you could think about them, um, that have made a difference to each of us and Sometimes it's good to think about the people that you've helped and made a difference to because it's all in the in the exchange of things. That's my little chair happening here. So we've got a great show for all of you guys today. Danae Horn is joining me here on the show. Chronic resilience, 10 sanity saving strategies for women coping with the stress of illness. 
I think I know a little bit about that. <clears throat> so let us uh, let's pull our card first, Penny. Now here's Dr. Pat's prosperity message of the day. Isn't this really interesting what I was just talking about, right? Here we go. This is card. I don't think I've ever pulled this card before. It's it, I, Actually, it's a number 61. 61. Sounds Six like one. a good one. That's 7. 7-11. Oh, Vegas. Um, prosperity law number 61. I for, You could tell what game I play when I go to Vegas, right? Craps. I freely circulate what I have. It's a tough game. I'm going to bring the dice in here one day, Benny. We're going to have a go at it. Uh, I actually learned how to play that in Joseph Maggio's uh, garage when I was 10 years old in the Bronx because uh, Joseph's dad owned a complete, like, illegal gambling joint in the Bronx. And he had all this little miniature gambling stuff, roulette wheel. Yeah, that's a whole nother show we should do. So this is the card today. I freely circulate what I have. Cleaning up and clearing out your closets. That's what I'm talking about. Cleaning up and clearing out your closets and surroundings is a wonderful symbolic gesture. Wow, I need a drink. That lies in the universe. Know you are ready to receive more abundance. Let it go and wear it well. Wow, Benny, I got to have a little drink here. You got to do hum for me. I am not humming. I will let dead air arrive. Thank you. And I oh my did. gosh, how many seconds? That did would have been the most awkward thing for me to do. You couldn't. You you weren't going to give me a little. I'm not doing that. Oh, you, you're no, not a hummer, no. right? I don't think. Can you're we a not hummer. go there? <laughs> I'm not a hummer either. It, we it got, really just got awkward right there. It did. It was really, really, really awkward. I love that because no, I, I couldn't don't. even speak. What would happen if I wasn't able to speak? What would we do? I'd go to commercial. Oh, there we go. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. He's ready. Danea Horn, she has managed, managed chronic restrictive lung disease, chronic kidney disease, and other health inconveniences. Boy, that's a tricky word for me. Um, while creating an impressive academic record, fulfilling pro- a productive career, and a loving marriage. But more than that, you know, this is somebody that has absolutely uh, learned and understand what it's like to live with a chronic illness. You know, to look at one's life and decide, am I going to go forward or am I going to fold up? And these are choices and decisions that each of us makes, you know, every day of our lives. We get to chat with her today. The book is called Chronic Resilience. I love that word. Uh, Ten Sanity-Saving Strategies for Women Coping with the Stress of Illness. Danea Horn is, uh, is somebody that you're going to want to know a lot about. But most importantly, what is it that each of us needs to know, each of us that has, has dealt with a chronic illness, because what we don't talk about in this field is, you know, how people cope with having a chronic disease. You know, what is it that shows up? What do you do with the fear? What do you do with the anxiety? What do you do with the day-to-day pain? You, you know, a couple of weeks ago, actually, I think it was over a month ago, I had, I had such severe pain out of nowhere that my blood pressure went to 145 over 104. Nobody would even touch me, and it was so uncertain. Now, I haven't had something like that happen to me for years, but what happens if you're living in your life and you're living with a chronic illness, not knowing what day is going to bring from the next? You know, we just don't talk about this, and thanks to Denea, we are going to talk about it. Denea, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. It's great, great, great to have you on here, 
And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be with you today. So let's talk about this. You know, we don't talk about this. <laughs> we, we really don't. We don't talk about what it's like for, uh, for people that are uh, going to the doctors two, three times a week, suffering from a chronic illness, you know, having things happening with them. You know, women that call into the show, and we've got so many of them that have been dealing with a lot of different diseases. And if you really want to kick it up a little bit here, how about those folks out there suffering from chronic Lyme in an industry that doesn't even recognize that that dis- disease exists? You know, these folks are, think they're losing their mind. I'm sorry, I had a little moment there, Danae. <laughs> That's okay. I have as many had, as you want. had a little moment right there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> That's true. I think a lot of times with illness, we think that if we get sick, we're immediately going to get better. And we don't think about how would we move through life if, it, if our illness was something that we had to think about every day. Every day. Absolutely. Every day. We don't um, because we're, we, we live in a pill, potion, and lotion um, environment, don't we here? Oh, yes. Right. I mean, we're not talking about living in China or India or Japan where they have healing modalities that they understand are preventative and then understand that are also take time. You know, in in so what has been your your greatest discovery as you've written this book, as you've looked at your own life? What have you discovered about the way that we talk about chronic illness, if at all? I think that most people think that there is going to be a secret pill out there that they don't have to put in the work to change their lifestyle, to change their diet, to change their mindset. Um, And so there's a period that happens when you realize that something isn't going to go away where you're sort of in dismay. (laughs) You know, you're a little resistant to, wow, life might really have to, to look different for me for a while, and I might have to really get disciplined about my health and explore things that I haven't explored before. Um, and so that, that, I think, is opening up the conversation to how can we talk about living a life that isn't perfect all of the time? Mm-hmm. How can we really and really accept ourselves? That was one of the hardest pieces for me was to accept myself and accept that I couldn't cure myself immediately, that <sighs> I was going to have to deal with some things. Yeah, that is so it's the hardest part, right? Yes. I mean, because, you know, we're looking at um, we're looking at ourselves and, and I'm going to we're going to talk about you for a little bit because I'm just so amazed, you know, at your journey and, and how you've decided to take this message out into the world. You know, somehow along the way, I think we've we've come to this place to expect uh, to be healed, mm-hmm. to expect that we would recover you know, there's this idea, I think, which and it's kind of tricky, isn't it, in our society? You know, we have so many commercials on television now, right? Depending on the time of day you watch, the commercials are targeted for a certain group of people, right? Sure. Um, you're rarely going to see a Viagra ad during American Idol. That, that, <laughs> that's not going to happen, right? Um, but but the, the idea is, and, and the promotion around it is, oh, my gosh, take this and, and you're going to feel better. But what's not said is take this and you'll be healed or take this and you'll be cured or take this. You know, the best sometimes you get with chronic illness is remission. What has been your experience? Uh, for me, my, my illness, I'll never be in remission. I'm actually currently waiting for a kidney transplant. So mm-hmm. yeah. even after uh, the transplant happens, I'll be taking 
anti-rejection drugs and I'll have to deal with side effects and, mm-hmm. and some other things. And, um, you know, because of some of the ish health issues that I deal with, I have scoliosis. So I'll probably always have uh, back pain and, and some other things like that. And so, you know, really I've come to a place where I see that my illness has a purpose in my life and mm-hmm. I look at it as my teacher mm-hmm. instead of something that is just an annoyance that I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And so I really allowed it to be there and welcomed it and explored it to see what gifts it had to offer. Mm, wow. We're going to take a short break. For those of you out there, um, if you have questions for Denea, um, if you have comments, please go to the com on the right-hand side, type in your question or comment uh, at Transformation Talk Radio, type in your question and, and comment. You know, we're going to be able to make sure that we, you know, get information from you that you want to hear today on the show. We also have a toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. You know, chronic resilience, uh, 10 sanity-saving strategies for women coping with the stress of illness from somebody who knows a lot about this. Denea Horn, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship for You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com. Are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life, someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services, not just to one person, but to several people over time. This decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write, on what you say that that individual needs. They won't be sharing this story with anyone. It will be completely confidential. Dr. Thane, I would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story. Go ahead and send it to my email. It's going to be Dr. Thane, D-R, T is Tom, H-A-I-N is Nancy, at Wellness One, that's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-O-N-E dot net. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck! Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camino Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, The Five Hidden Dangers Lurking in Your Coffee Cup. Visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camino Island Coffee Roasters. Get inspired. 
create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Welcome back, everyone. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to uh, Thrive By. You know, Danae Horn joining me here today. Her book is called Chronic Resilience, 10 Sanity Saving Strategies for Women Coping with uh, the Stress of Illness. And is she somebody that knows a bit about this? Absolutely. For those of you that were tuning into the first segment, you just heard her say that she's waiting for, you know, it's on the list for a new kidney and she's waiting for that. Um, but Danae, one of the things you've also said is, you know, there are things that we have to deal with. And, and during the break, you and I were kind of joking a little bit because I don't think either one of us ever thought that we would be sitting here talking about this conversation, especially from the point of view of stress. So would you take a minute to talk about how that stress showed up in your healing journey? Absolutely. So there was a few different types of stress. You know, the, when the fo- doctor first mentioned that I might need a kidney transplant, mm-hmm. I knew that I had reduced kidney function, but I sort of assumed that I could live the rest of my life with that same level of function if we could keep things stable. So it was a huge surprise to me. And the first thing I did is what everybody does. You jump on Google and you start freaking yourself out. Ah. About oh, my God. Go I know. Exactly. And I got out of breath and more tired and I was pushing myself down that road. It was like, if I'm going to have a transplant, then let's just get it over with this year. Um, And so there was that stress that I created inside of myself. Uh, And then the second type of stress that I really dealt with is sort of as a child of the metaphysics movement and reading books about healing and the mind-body connection is that I put a lot of pressure on myself to heal. And I put a lot of pressure on myself to sort of have a spontaneous remission or yeah. throw a kidney that, that didn't exist, you know. And um, and it took a long time for me to finally realize what I was doing and the angst that I was causing. And especially with kidney disease, blood pressure is such an important marker for keeping things stable that I wasn't giving my doing myself any favors by sort of spinning this huge web of um, guilt and frustration and confusion. And so that's in me where my stress really came from. You know, the other thing that I, I want to just point out to everyone is that um, let's go back to what I talked about with some of the commercials, right? Most of the commercials on television are really geared towards an older population. They really are, you know, for whatever reason, that's just the way they show up on television. Um, but when, when we're taking a look at your journey, I think one of the things that I'm really struck by Uh, is that you're not going to get the same response that I get from my doctor when I go in, right? And I go in my doctor's office and I say, you know, I'm having a little trouble with my vision. And the answer, you know, and the answer, nine times out of 10 for a doctor that doesn't know me, what do you think the answer is? A little bit. Yeah. 
they, they come back and they say, well, you, you know, you're, you're really getting up there a little bit. So, so what they're doing is they're talking about her age, right? Okay. Um, but for you, there's nobody that can say that. There's no one that can, can, can pinpoint, right, to some kind of natural event. You know, you are a young woman that has become a spokesperson for an unmentionable conversation, meaning that we are not talking about stress and women especially, you know, are not talking about the stress from a chronic illness. And our chronic illness table is on the rise. You know what I'm saying? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I think 45% of Americans right now are coping with at least one chronic illness. 48% of Americans take at least one uh, prescription drug. And it's not just people that are over 65 or uh, it's people that have families and jobs and commitments and responsibilities and can't take time out of life to deal with something like this. And that's where a lot of the stress comes from is feeling like, oh, I have so many responsibilities and they don't take time to allow themselves to heal. Mm -hmm. Let's take a moment and define chronic disease chronic illness for a minute, Um, because your book is called Chronic Resilience. Let's talk about chronic illness. You know, what is it and what effects does it have on your life? You know, what did you experience? So a chronic illness is defined as any illness or disease that lasts more than three months. So somehow it persists for an extended length of time. Chronic doesn't mean that it can never go away or never go into remission or that you can't be cured. It just means that it's going to be hanging around for a while, that you're going to have to deal with it. Um, in my own life, I actually didn't think of myself as really have. I, I was born with a birth disorder, so I've mm-hmm. dealt with health things my whole life. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really think of myself as having a chronic illness until I had to take medication and until fatigue set in and I started having some physical symptoms. So I sort of think as chronic now is there's something going on in your body that impacts your daily life. Um, somehow you're reminded that that you have this extra edge um, to life. Hmm. This is really kind of, this is really the first time I think that I've actually talked about chronic illness in this way. And I think it's important that you do define it and the way you talk about it in the book. Because without that conversation, right, Danea, it's hard to talk about resilience. You know, resilience is that word that popped up, I think, in the 80s in corporate America, where everybody was talking about resilience to change. And it is one of those words that has such significant meaning in our lives. You know, how resilient were you to the economy changes? But in using it around chronic illness is so revealing. And I am so honored you for doing that. Let's talk for a minute about chronic illness and chronic resilience and how do you or how do you how do they how do they live together these two things <laughs> uh, they do seem slightly opposite ah. on first blush yes. <laughs> uh, but i i think that that they actually really do go together because if you're dealing with a chronic illness and you're still in the prime of life you have many wonderful years ahead of you you are absolutely required to become resilient. That's just part of the package. Um, So every day when you wake up, you go back at it. You give it your all. You become disciplined. You take care of your health. You take care of your responsibilities in life. And for me, I, I 
used the word resilient because I was thinking about, okay, if I can't be cured and if I can't live this sort of perfect dream life that I have in my head, then, then what is the point of being here oh. on earth? Mm. And I realized that it's, this whole journey is sort of a roller coaster of ups and downs. And that rebounding is resilience. So life is about rebounding, about dealing with the lows and enjoying and celebrating the highs. Um, and so just because you have a chronic illness doesn't mean that you can't be resilient. And I, I think that they really do go hand in hand. Let me ask you a different question. Do you think, and in your experience, uh, this is really a great conversation because I've actually never talked with someone about this in this way. You know, I've interviewed a lot of people about a lot of topics. But, uh, you know, this particular conversation is so important. You know, many people out there, Danae, are talking about stress actually leads to illness. Then you get sick. Then you still have stress. Now you have more stress. So where does that lead to? Yep. Uh, right? <laughs> yes, right? it's definitely right? a cycle. Right? I mean, I mean, if we don't have resilience, then we fall into that loop, right? We're stressed exactly. out. We're, then we get sick. Oh, oh, now we're stressed out about because those original things did not go away. And then mm-hmm. now we're sick. Uh, now everybody's stressed. Yes. You know, did you find, how, how did you find the people in your life, you know, respond to you? I've been very fortunate. Yeah, I have amazing parents that, you know, they had a daughter that was born with a very severe birth disorder that had to have 10 surgeries before she was two years old. And they welcomed that with such openness and such resilience. They raised me to know that my body had a purpose, that my journey had a purpose. And so especially when I was younger, I really embraced that. And so I've been very fortunate to to have really welcoming, loving support that gave me a really positive outlook from the beginning. Um, As I became older and I lost things that I wanted, like um, the ability to become pregnant, uh, lost the health that I thought I was going to have for many years, Uh, I became less welcoming of of the challenges that I had faced when I was younger. And it was coming back to those lessons that my parents taught me from such a young age that helped me become more resilient um, when I was dealing with this sort of second round of health complications. Um, And I have an amazing husband and and support system. It doesn't mean that it's not hard to give people uh, tough advice or, or tough news that I needed a transplant. That was one of the most difficult things I've done to tell Mm -hmm. my mom that um, I had to be added to the transplant list. Um, And it doesn't mean that I don't need to ask for support in the ways that I need sometimes. Um, You know, that is a a vital thing for a patient to learn. It's how to ask for support in the way that you need. Because people tend to support in the way that they would want to be supported or in the way that they learn to be supported. And sometimes that's just not what you need. Um, Sometimes you don't need the pep talk. Sometimes you just need to cry. No kidding, right? (laughs) Right. Right? It's like, just let me sit here and bawl my eyes out, man. You don't have... No, I don't want an omelet right now. I just want to (laughs) cry. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I I mean, this is really... I I mean, this is so important, you know, to... to, How do you... uh, This is the question I'm going to ask you. I want to talk about when we come back. How, how have you learned to become as resilient as you are? And how has that resilience now transferred to the people around you? And what I mean by that is, you know, 
part of resilience, as you describe in the book, in the wheel, you, you talk about the wheel of health, which I love, by the way, <laughs> you know, is that we're not just like a sick body, dude. We like have a job. We have like a family. We like have friends. But yet we get so focused and pigeonholed into you are your illness. Mm-hmm. Right. So I wanted to, I want to talk with you when we come back about some of the strategies you learned and how you've broken through that shadow that hovers, you know, each of us that have a chronic disease, right? Especially around people that look as us and just look at us as being sick. Let's take a short break. What a great show. Danae Horn is in the house. For those of you out there, if you have a chronic illness or you know somebody that has one, this is a great book for you, Chronic Resilience. When we come back, I'll make sure we give you a website and much more. Uh, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho Talk Radio to Thrive By. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free, life-changing information. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free. And it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. CreatingGreaterPossibilities.com I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her Pay It Forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough of your love, Lots of things I can't get used to. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, thank you so much for tuning us in, turning us on. It is so great to have you uh, join us here today. Uh, Denea Horn joining us on the show. Chronic Resilience is the book. Hey, Denea, do me a favor. Let's give out the website because there's a lot of really cool things on the website. You know, I love your blog. What's the best way for people to find something, find out, out about you and the book? Absolutely. So they can go on to chronicresilience.com, and I've got free giveaways there. I've got blogs exploring how to find power uh, within our illnesses, how to learn from illness, and fun things like recipes. And uh, So you can find out what I've been up to and then sign up for book updates. Uh, they can also find the book right now for pre-order on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Beautiful. Let's talk for a minute about some of the, the strategies that you've put together and, you know, this idea of, of stress, because there aren't many, very many people uh, talking with their patients about this. Um, I know in some cases there have been things that um, we live in a beautiful place here in the state of Washington. We have an abundance of multi, multi-dimensional modalities out here. You know, everything from conventional medicine to integrative medicine to alternative medicine to energy healing. I mean, we live in this world. And so I think it's a lot easier for the folks here to find some way to get some relief around the stress, even if you're not chatting about it. Right. You may be getting a little acupuncture or you may be having an, and, you know, maybe you're going out there getting Christine Upchurch or Vila Lucas or somebody to work with you. Um, uh, or uh, Deborah Diane, but we don't talk about those things. So what is it that you've discovered in your own journey? What are some of the key strategies that you've identified in the book that people should really go to, let's say, first, if we could? Sure. I think the first thing that anybody should do when they get diagnosed with a chronic illness or when they feel stressed is to make a list of everything that's in their control. Because what happens when you're doing the Google searches and you're freaking yourself out about symptoms or what the future might look like is we're focusing on things that aren't necessarily in our control. I can't control the decline in my kidney function, mm-hmm. but I can't control my diet. I can control how I exercise. And, and I really literally sat down and made a list of these things. And doing that gave me something solid to put my focus on instead of worry, which can exacerbate symptoms exacerbate stress. So that's the first thing is to make a list of what's in your control. And then in the book, I talk about strategies for catering to your senses. You know, that's something that we don't look to our immediate environment, um, how we keep our home, uh, the music that we listen to, what we read, uh, all of those things that we surround ourselves with can promote our healing or impede our healing. Uh, And so that's something that I think is important for people to do. Uh, we also talk in the book about exploring your values. I think that's one of the biggest prompts that illness gives us is to sit down and ask the big questions. What's important in my life? How am I spending my time? You know, am I doing the things that I love? Am I spending time with the people I love? Or am I spending time on things that aren't as important to me? Um, and so we talk about identifying your values and how you can incorporate your values more fully into your life. Um, and just like before the break, we talked about that wheel of health. Yes. So when, when you get a diagnosis, I, I, I say in the book that 98% of your life can, can suddenly become devoted to your health. Right. 
yeah, well, you need to scooch that back a little bit because you still have relationships and the ability to, to contribute and hobbies and things that you enjoy. And it's really important to make space for those in our life, which will help you feel like even though you're coping with a chronic illness, you still have a lot to offer and you still have a lot to enjoy about being alive. Mm. When I when I think about um, you know the path you've been on and the message that's out in the world, and also I mean I'm sure you're familiar with the statistics of the uh, growing epidemic of chronic disease. I, I mean you know just the autoimmune category alone um, just moves everything up to such a crazy scale. I mean everything from juvenile diabetes to rheumatoid arthritis to fibromyalgia, which nobody even heard of fibromyalgia, what, 10 years ago? We didn't even hear of that, that thing, right? Um, and, and so, and, and it seems like from what I've read, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, much of this is really affecting women more than men. Um, and what is it uh, that you have found is probably the number one stressor. If you had to pick one thing that you got to, what is that, the straw that broke the camel's back? That's such a terrible phrase, but you know what I'm trying. I mean, who wants to do that to a camel? But, but that one thing that you just absolutely thought to yourself, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I think for women coping with the stress of illness, yeah. the number one stressor, especially right now, is finances, Ugh. which is directly linked to the economy. Right. Uh, and then you add an illness on top of that uh, with the rising health care costs, that will definitely break the camel's back. Yes. And how and, many stories do we hear over and over and over again? I mean, somebody shared with me the other day that one of the, uh, I don't have the latest numbers, but the number one reason for bankruptcy is the um, is the uh, uh, lack of ability to pay, pay the medical bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that surely is. Um, uh, you've been speaking on other radio shows and you've been talking with a lot of people. Why is that area, that one particular about finance, is tougher for women? Is it that we feel that we, we don't have a lot of choices in this area? Um, you know, what is it that, that has that weigh really heavily on us? And what, what is the remedy? H- how do we get past that one? Because I, I relate to this one a lot, you know, especially and forget about alternative care. Right. Because most of that's not covered under insurance. Yeah. Um, well, I think finances are stressful for men and women both across the board. I think women are more willing to talk about uh, how that's impacting them. And their stress mm. level. Uh, for me, I know we've dealt with financial stresses in our life um, and dealt with uh financial stresses related to my health. And two things are so important. The first is to get support. So if you need to find someone that can sit down with you and help you go through your finances and determine uh, what you can spend and what you can save and what you need to cut out, because I think a lot of the stress comes from not knowing. It comes from a feeling like there's just bills and things that need to get paid and not feeling really clear about exactly what's coming in and exactly what's going out. So that's the first step. Uh, the second is in the book, I have a lot of ideas for how you can find financial support 
You can work with uh, social workers in hospitals. You can work with financial planners. There's a number of different government programs and organizations out there that will help provide financial support. Um, I know when I was very young, a lot of all of my surgeries and care was provided through uh, California State Services. Yeah. My family didn't have health insurance. Um, and for one of my surgeries, we needed to fly across the country. And my father actually wrote to corporations that participated in charitable, charitable giving. And they funded our plane tickets out there. And so if you're willing to ask and you're willing to make yourself vulnerable, there are resources out there. So I would just really empower women to sit down and sort out what's going on in their finances and put a plan together because the plan is what will help reduce your stress. Wow. You know, you you interviewed a lot of people for the book. I, I think we should talk about that for a minute. Um, and talk about that, actually, when we come back from break. But before we go to break, please uh, tell folks what your website is. Uh, let folks know about the blog, how they could get a copy of the book. Okay. Uh, the website is chronicresilience.com. And if they go to the website, there's lots of free giveaways. They can sign up for the newsletter to be notified of book updates. And I've got a ton of articles about coping with illness about everything that we've been talking about on the show today. Um, If they'd like to pre-order a copy of the book, it's available right now on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to hear about some of the things that you should be mindful about. You know, what did you learn from some of the stories? What did Dania learn? And what is it that happens when those of us that get that diagnosis, when then we get on the internet, you know, what is it that we go out there and do? what you should know about about the Internet, what you should know that works for you, and what you should know that might not. This book is so filled with amazing tools, techniques, information. You know, it is incredible. You know, including how to really calm the mind. Take your soundtrack with you, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. Tune in to The Michelle Bond Show. Awaken to a new reality. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. This call-in show with Vedic astrologer, expert, and holistic health practitioner, Michelle Bond, will give you insight to a wide range of topics. This hit show provides healthy, empowering knowledge and information and restores your health and well-being through learning the latest complementary and alternative medicine modalities. Visit themichellebondshow.com. Welcome to Sisters Talk Radio. Awaken the feminine power that glows in your heart. There are just certain heart-to-heart conversations you can only have with your sisters. The conversations you crave when you need to reconnect. Mona and Savitri explore our feminine power as they look at headline topics and what women are talking about. Join us on Sisters Talk Radio, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. We are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. 
We're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life, someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services, not just to one person, but to several people over time. This decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write, on what you say that that individual needs. They won't be sharing this story with anyone. It will be completely confidential. Dr. Thane, I would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story. Go ahead and send it to my email. It's going to be Dr. Thane, D-R-T is Tom, H-A-I-N is Nancy, at wellnessone, that's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-O-N-E dot net. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible practical real world strategy to building a life with epic results tune in to inspired action radio with jennifer b everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, joining me here today, Danea Horn, uh, chronicresilience.com is the website. The book is fabulous. We're going to talk a little bit, Danea. I think it's really kind of good to kind of talk about some of the stories, what you've learned from, you know, the folks that you chatted with to create this book. And then some very specific things people can do to create that shift in their lives. You know, even if even if we do it for a moment to give ourselves some kind of relief, right? Exactly. That's the important part. So interviewed a lot of people. Yeah. I'm just curious. How many times did you cry? <laughs> uh, I, I definitely uh, teared up quite a few times, yes. Yes. I, I I can only imagine that. Uh, so let's talk about some some of the stories that come to mind. What you learned from people and what you learned that they're doing to cope. Okay, uh, you know I think one of the most astounding stories in the book comes from Charity Tillman Dick. Uh, she's a world-renowned opera singer who has had two, not one, but two double lung transplants. Uh, related to idiopathic pulmonary hypertension and chronic illness that uh, she developed while she was in her early 20s. Um, Her ability to stay committed to her goal, you know, she says when she sings, it's the closest she comes to transcendence. It was just the most inspiring thing, that somebody could be that sick and be wheeled in a wheelchair up to a stage and then stand up and seeing with the beauty and precision that she does is just such a testament to the resilience of the human spirit. Um, you know, I also interviewed Kelly Young, who's the mother of five, who is coping with rheumatoid arthritis. That is, you know, she calls it drudgery every day of being in pain. Um, and yet she's out there inspiring other people, becoming an advocate for research to get information out to other people that are coping with uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Um, You know, I 
I spoke with Mari Rudy, who has uh, type 1 diabetes. She's also a double breast cancer survivor, um, and she is out teaching women with diabetes, men and women with diabetes, how to run triathlons and marathons and how to become athletes and see themselves as athletes first and people with diabetes second. Um, just the stories went on and on about how people push past what is painful, what is hard and tough to deal with every day to go out and really create amazing things for a huge amount of people to benefit from. Mm. You know, one of the things that I was really struck by is that how how these folks and how you have looked at this as a gift, mm. and and I want to talk about that for a million a minute because one of the things on my own healing journey um, that happened to me was I looked at some of the things that are in my life right now, radio, for example, that probably would not be here had I not become ill back in two thousand four. Right? I, I don't think this would be here. You know, this became a way for me to, you know, live in the moment of every breath I took on air in joy. And so out of this, I just say God is smart because I could have never figured that out for myself. You see? So what are these, you know, what are the, what are the gifts? How do people talk about this? Do, do you get a sense that folks, and, and like you, are talking about this thing that they, they carry around? this drudgery, in some way as a gift? It is. There's very few things that can wake you up in huh. life like an illness can. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'll, it'll shoot your eyes open in less than a second. Um, and, and if you're dealing with something that's chronic that's not immediately going to go away, you can see it one of two ways. You can see it as something that you're burdened with, and you can see yourself as cursed or unlucky or, you know, um, unfortunate and you can crawl into bed and put the covers over your head and have that be it or you can take advantage of waking up to it and saying okay there's something here that I need to learn there's something that can come out of this and I think just by opening to that and being willing to look and see what an illness can offer that's where the gifts come you know nobody would choose to have an illness and I'm definitely not saying that it's a great thing, it's painful, it's made me cry, it's, um, you know, not definitely always been easy. It's a very difficult road to, to walk down. But if it's going to be there anyways, why not see the blessings that it has to offer? Mm. Well, the alternative just makes us more and more ill, really okay. does. I mean, I'm not saying we don't go through stages. I'm sure you, you've gone through many, many stages, you know, yeah. anger, fear, frustration, you know, the range of it. But I, I, I think that what I hear you saying is we are really at choice, you know, to, to not live ourselves as those things. You know, there's a difference between emoting those things or feeling those things and then becoming those things. Yeah. Um, and, and it's very important to yeah. allow yourself to feel those things. I think that's something that are is widely accepted in the popular culture, that we need to be positive all the time, that we're yeah. damaging our health if we're not. And I think that just pushing those emotions down doesn't mean that they go away. Um, so it's important to have your experience validated, that, that 
with illness comes anger and sadness and frustration and loss. And it's something that you need to grieve. You know, it's, it's a huge change um, and a shift in expectations. What is, uh, and maybe we need to do a different show on this, but, you know, how does one that has the chronic illness deal with the family members around them? Because this starts to have a ripple effect. I know it did for me. Absolutely. Um, because you're not the only one dealing with the illness. That's I right. That's, you yeah. know, my, my yeah. husband's dealing with it. My parents are dealing with it. My friends are dealing with yeah. it. Every, and and you're kind of messing with their job descriptions. I sort of talk about That's that in right. the book. That's right. You do. That's right. You know, our parents are supposed to protect us and support us and see us as healed and whole. And, um, and we're kind of messing with that. And so it's important to recognize that, well, you need to accept um, what you're coping with, but it's important to allow your family members space to grieve along with you because it's a change for the whole family. And in that, I think the most important thing we can do is communicate with the people that are around us to support us, um, to communicate honestly, to not sugarcoat things, to say how we're feeling and to talk about what we need and what's painful and to have people to celebrate with us and to distract us from the pain and to sort of come together. And I think if we do that in a way that's vulnerable and open to each other, it can really deepen and enrich relationships. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, it's really a part of the journey. And I have to tell you, you so represent this topic in such a beautiful way, you know, Danae. I mean, it's just, it's wonderful that you've written the book. It's wonderful that you're speaking about this. Because you are a living, breathing example. This is not an academic conversation or an intellectual conversation. You know, this is about me speaking with you, someone that has taken this journey and refuses to go down. And that's what resilience is, isn't it? It's really, yeah, yeah, at a psychological level, we're all Rockies. (laughs) Absolutely. And I thought it was important to bring a voice to the conversation of illness that's still coping with it you know, that isn't uh, miraculously cured or uh, coming at it from an academic or intellectual perspective, because it's something that's very personable and um, and something that you, you need to come at from a level of understanding, um, because it's one thing to, to say in a textbook what it's like to cope with illness, and it's another to wake up and take the medication and uh, deal with the pain and all of those things that come along with it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Would you take a minute and give folks the uh, website again? Thank you so much. Absolutely. It was such an honor to be here. Just a joy. Uh, The website is chronicresilience.com. There's all kinds of articles and free giveaways. Uh, You can sign up for the newsletter to be updated about the book. You can also pre-order the book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Well, thank you so much. What a great conversation, everyone out there. For all of you out there listening to the show, if you know somebody that's experiencing chronic illness or yourself, this is a book that I highly recommend for all of you out there. There are many, many things in the book um, that have been taken from people uh, or that have shared what their journey has been like. And so there's so much in here for those of you out there. Thank you so much, Danea, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Guess what? Uh, We've got another hour of the Dr. Pat Show coming up, everybody. Don't touch that dial. Yeah, we're going to go from talking about this to talking about scattered to centered, understanding and transforming the distracted brain. 
That's a whole lot of what Danae was talking about, too. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819 host your own show let us help you bring your voice to the world transformation 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 talk radio transformation 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 talk radio You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. What do the masters want to say about well-being, about their lives, about the world? What is it the masters say that we are called to do or be? Simply to believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in hope. Believe in God. Believe. Just simply believe. And the rest will follow. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 